1: hi this is rahul Reddy. today is august 24 2021 the time is about 11:30 am uh, we do welcome more newcomers if anybody who has not participated here if you keep your camera on and if you can inform leo she is going to promote the people who have never got a chance to ask the questions please mention that in the uh, in the chat uh, and then she will promote um new has been conducting zoom or conference calls from past uh uh, Nine years. Uh, So, if you have any questions, raise your hands, and we will announce your name to ask the question.
2: Sarvika, hi. This is Sarvika. So, I got the H one RF because uh, um, I got. I'm applying for a H one B transfer, and my new employer. uh, Looks
1: like you have two things going on there. Oh. one on this phone and one that phone if you can mute one of it that'll be good go ahead ma'am you got an rfe
2: yeah i got an rfe for 3 year education evaluation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: um so what all the supporting documents i should provide
1: what kind of document what kind of degree do you have uh,
2: i have 3 years degree
1: ah, and after that how many years of experience you have
2: i have uh, 12 years of experience
1: okay you need education evaluation you need um, you need expert evaluation by a professor though. Okay. Um, you can search called morning side that's the one that does it because 3 years are very hard to get the approval nowadays so i would recommend to contact the morning side evaluation you need to get a professor certified that your experience and your education is equal into computer science degree. If you you don't get that, your chances will be very less. Even if you get that, it's going to be risky, but you don't have much option.
2: Okay, but I already have from my previous employer. Can we reuse it?
1: Um, No, ma'am. When was this evaluation got done?
2: I think three, four years back.
1: Yeah, that's a different era. After Trump era, things changed a little bit i would recommend to get it done one more time in a different way and also get the professional uh, the professor to evaluate again in a different manner and i recommend morningside but you can go to other evaluators it should be a current working professor okay next person please
2: i'm sorry about on the, the ead i'm sorry what uh, I have an EAD uh, with uh, huh? GC approved EAD, but it is expiring by December. Can I move to EAD? And if that is the case, uh, because with the current backlog, I'm not sure if I'm, my EAD renewal will get approved within one year because the waiting time is showing eight to nine months. Is it risky to move on EAD if, if I don't get the renewal by, uh, let's say within six months uh, from the date? My first pop- of
1: all, first of all, Mm-hmm. EAD renewal, you can apply if it's expiring in December. When is your EAD expiring? Is it, it expiring. adjustment of status C? Which yeah,
0: which EAD? GC EAD. EAD? It's uh,
1: Yeah, adjustment of status EAD. Yep. So if it's expiring in December, did you already file the extension?
2: Yes, I applied in June, which is expiring. okay. That's
1: good. I mean, they are taking only the renewals. They are not taking that much, though. Initial applications are taking a long time okay so you sh- I- i'm more comfortable in moving into this gc rather than all this drama that you're doing
2: okay thank you
1: next person please
2: it's in malik
3: yeah hi rahul yeah actually i applied for h1 to h1 transfer last year so one was in regular and one was in premium so i joined mm-hmm. the one with which was in premium Mm -hmm. And for the regular one, since I didn't join that employer, so I don't have Mm -hmm. the receipt number or anything. I I don't even know the status, whether it was Mm -hmm. withdrawn or what happened to that. So I have received RFE for H4 for my wife for that employer, which was filed in regular processing. Mm -hmm. But since I never joined that employer and I don't know what is the
1: status of my So let me ask you, did you file H4 with your... Other uh, premium processing for your wife.
3: Yeah, that is already
1: approved. You can ignore what happens to the H-4. You can withdraw them, telling them, "Look, my wife already got the H-4. Here is the H-4. Uh, my wife already got the H-4. So thus, I am withdrawing this one. And don't send your existing H-4 there, though. Just tell them, my wife already got the H-4 approval. Okay? Because if so you I send them reply- the H- okay. Yeah, sorry, you, if you send them the H-4 approval, they may withdraw that one too. These stupid guys can do that. Okay. So just tell that, Hey, she's going to send it, not you. You cannot withdraw it. It's said to be why right. Hey, I already got my H4 approval. So I don't need this one. Thus, I am withdrawing the H4. Okay. So, so that letter, is, is there any format, like any on plain paper, I can write it or how? Just I- whatever I spoke with you, you can write it. And send it to USC. Yes. Okay. And okay, respond okay, sure. to the RF. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you, sir. Next person, please.
2: Mani?
1: Yeah, hi. Um, so I,
4: uh, I'm, I'm in India right now. I, I, I visited here in March, and I'm staying from then. And I, um, so I, my wife. Uh, so I got married in June, and I sent my wife for a interview. She got a two twenty-one G for you know not having an I letter, um, my I letter. So now I'm planning to travel via third country. Um, so. Um, so after I reach USA, right? So my wife do does she also need an NIE letter? Um, because I, I, I will be in US, right? So does she also yes. need to apply for her? Rent yes,
1: rent? yes, she needs to. Okay, so and, and
4: what criteria that that will be? Uh, that uh, it's going to, to be
1: it's going to be a lengthy discussion on the criteria of the NIE right now. It's going to take a long time, but yeah, she requires NIE letter. Okay. I mean, like the like the subject for me. If I have to, if I am applying, right, I will be like
4: under in critical infrastructures. So like I, I need the to be in the same there, thing.
1: Know, they same thing. You have to. The, the NI letter will be about you, not about your wife. That you are in the critical infrastructure, and so on and so forth. Though, okay. But but I'll be
4: already in US. I'm traveling through third country. So.
1: Yeah, but what you need to describe is your work is in critical infrastructure. So if you're doing a lawyer job like me, which is not a critical infrastructure, my wife is not allowed to come. But if I'm in the critical structure though, I'm in the military or whatever, let's say for example, I'm in the pharmaceutical industry, I'm making the Pfizer thing. Even though your wife is not making it, she can get an NIE letter. Next person please. Abhishek Gar. Hi Rahul. Uh, My priority
2: date is
1: May 2013 and I applied for AOS last October. Uh, By downgrading to EB3, Uh, we, me and my wife received our uh, combo cards, which are expiring in January 2022. My question is, how soon before the expiry can we apply for the renewal? And uh, can I? 178 days, not 180 days, but 178 days before. Why 180 days is dangerous? Maybe you'll apply 181 days before and they'll get confused and they'll take it and deny it later on. Okay. 170 days is a perfect one. So what's the process of applying for renewal? Can we do it ourselves or have to go through an attorney? You can go through an attorney or you can do it yourself too. It's a very simple process comparatively. Um, you can if you if you're interested in, you can drop an email at info at rnlabgroup.com. You don't have to go with your company's lawyer in this one.
5: All right. And Rahul, I wanted to let you know, I've been listening to you and Emily's uh, uh, Tuesday
1: calls for last couple of years and I've benefited a lot from them. So thank you thank for you. organizing those. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next person, please.
6: Hey, hi Rahul. Um, to give you some background, my husband's H1B is expiring in April 2021. So the client he's working
1: with... H- April 2021, expired or expiring?
6: No, uh, so he applied his H-1B along with my H-4 and H-4 EAD in December
2: 2020.
6: Mm -hmm. So, for his H-1B extension, he got annoyed for some past reasons. So, at that point, the client withdraw his H-1B extension, but they did not withdraw my H-4 or EAD. Mm -hmm. So, he finally got his H-1B approval uh, in regular process in April uh, mm-hmm. At that time, they applied again for my H-4 and H-4 EAD as well.
1: Mm-hmm. But Good, recently, smart thing.
6: But recently, I got uh, my H-4 and EAD approval uh, for December 2020 receipt date. So what should I do with this current EAD?
1: When, when is the expiration date of the H-4 and EAD is? It was April 2021. It's
6: expiring in April
1: 2021?
6: it got expired already so i i'm on unpaid leave so uh...
1: ma'am you said that the mm-hmm. extension of the h4 that mm-hmm. you filed in december got approved yes when is that december filed h4 expiring
6: 2024 well, and I got the approval until. Got
1: it. Got it. that's. You said twenty twenty one. So I got. So it's twenty twenty four. You can yeah. ignore the other H four plus CAD. Yeah. And that twenty twenty four is given because your husband got the H one B approval with a different company until twenty twenty four,
0: because the previous company
1: anyway got denied. So all you need to do is that, you can withdraw the next H four plus CAD. Okay. The April one, I
6: can just withdraw it.
1: That's right. Now you don't need it. Okay. And same thing, write a letter. I already got my H4 approval. I don't need this H4 approval and withdraw. And don't send your H4 approval because these stupid guys can withdraw that one.
6: Okay, okay. Okay.
1: Next person, please.
6: Thank
7: Hey, good morning, Rahul. Are you able to hear me? Yes. Hey Rahul, yeah. uh, I've applied for EB3 uh, 485 adjustment of status during 2018, December. Uh, and then I did not hear back from them. My date is current since one year. So I'm planning to, I mean, I've raised multiple SRs, and then I also uh, asked ombudsman. But ombudsman also, like, almost two months, I did not hear back anything. So I'm planning to...
1: They are going to send this one. The waiting period is 60 months. You only applied three years ago.
7: Yeah, uh, so the uh, waiting period is counted. Mine is in Houston field office. Is it counted against the TSC or is it uh, counted against the Houston field office? Because Houston field office, I see the time.
1: Anyway, so the so what is the plan of action though?
7: The plan of action is like I'm planning to apply for EB2. I also have EB2 140. So uh, just want to give it a try. I mean, I, I don't know. You mean to works. say,
1: will you file a fresh 485 application? Yes. Oh golly, I would not do that. I would not do that. Definitely not do that. Um, I would definitely not do it. Because they will issue, they will have to issue an RFP to approve your 485 application. So I definitely would not like to do that.
7: Issue an RFP for my because when military. there
1: are two 485 applications, though, okay, they may force you to withdraw one of it.
0: Uh, okay.
7: okay. Okay, okay, so
1: I would not file another 485 for you.
7: Okay, okay. okay. Yeah.
1: Since your Thank final you. action date is already current, I definitely would not. Next person so, please. What do you think I need to? Other I mean, yeah. other than write, other than what you're doing, there is nothing else. I there is a draft letter that I sent it to you to write to the congressman because they're wasting the 250,000 green cards, not to waste them. And if we kick you out of this game and give you the green card, then you will be. We'll give the green card to somebody else. Um, And there is a draft letter that will be provided. Other than that, I have nothing else to suggest. Congressman working for cases and not working. Ombudsman not working. Service request not working. Next person, please. Madhuranga.
8: Uh, hi Rahul. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. So my priority date is uh, October 2013 and uh, it is got current um, uh, in the last bulletin and um, my I-140 is approved, downgrade I- I-140 and uh, received EAD and uh, AP. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything Even biometrics is also completed. Um, since I have a DUI from uh, it was happen uh, two and a half years back and I followed all the uh, court directions, uh, paying the fees and- um, I
1: got the point. Completing
8: got to, to the point. Yeah. So it's like um, um, if uh, interview is there, what kind of the precautions I should take? Uh, is it better to bring a lawyer along with me or uh, um, w- what kind of the additional precaution I should take uh, um. rather than the regular person?
1: I, uh, well, I would have the lawyer review the documents, though. Would I take the lawyer with me for a DUI? I will not. Okay. I will not. Because the reason is that what if we know what you have done, though, and we can predict what the result is going to be. So there are some things like, for example, domestic violence, anything to deal with the drugs, though. Um, definitely that's a big, uh, um, things like shoplifting, DUI, we know what, what they're going to ask. So I normally would like you to get a mock interview done and submit all the documents to the lawyer before you have the mock interview done. But if you want to take the lawyer, that's fine too. Nothing wrong with it. Um,
8: I would have the mock interview done irrespective of whether you're taking a lawyer or not. Okay, so since my date is current, uh, what is the possibility that I would get it in the next one year? And if in uh, a very good, I very good possibility, very good possibility that you'll get it in the next one. Okay, with the current this offense, uh, is it better to use the e- EAD or not to use the? Ah, no, nah. I'm going to use the EAD with the, oh, okay. DUI, first the, the DUI.
1: DUI. First yeah. DUI, I'm going to use the EAD um yeah. have 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 i seen any dui for files getting denied no No. okay yeah. next um, person please that will be funny yep sandeep
9: and Ghosh? hello sir uh, sir I, my name is sandeep gangosh and, Ghosh and uh, i uh, my employer they applied for uh, my my form in the month of may um it is still uh, pending uh, but my H-1B is expiring on November 4th. And, but my I-94, it shows as November 14th. So um, how long uh, will I be able to work? And if my, H, my PERM or my I-140 process doesn't get completed by uh, uh, November 4th, what's the next step I should take?
1: Yeah, it doesn't, you know, there are a couple of steps that you can do though. Um, you can go to Mexico and stay for 25 days and come back mm-hmm. and stay for 25 days and come back again. In that way, you can extend the November deadline all the way to January. Second mm-hmm. thing is that it's going to be only November 4th that you can work. You cannot work until November 14th. You can stay, but cannot work.
9: Okay. But I, I also got married in the meantime, uh, like with a U.S. citizen and I applied my green card, um, I 495, um, Based on my, yeah, based on my marriage, and that I applied a uh, day before yesterday.
1: You can ignore this completely, and after November fourth, though, you should stop working, and uh, you can stay in the country. Absolutely no problem, because you told me that you filed a four eight five application. That is an adjustment of status. That is a status that creates a status. So if uh, after November fourth if you want to number 14th you want to continue to stay in this country you can uh, Canada option is not good for you at all okay. uh, sorry Mexico option is not good for you at all because you right. filed the 485 I wouldn't suggest that you do that um, I would just say do nothing
9: and uh, what, what about my work uh, if, if it comes before a fourth, it's all good if it doesn't I probably will go um,
1: we'll have to we'll have to stop working for it until you get an EAD
9: Okay. Uh, and how, how about this work? Like in case, uh, my, my, um, uh, uh program, everything happens to come on sixth or seventh, like after like two or three days, they after can, they can,
1: they can still file the extension before November 14th, if it comes yeah. in.
9: Yeah, that's my question. You can still file the extension. I don't have to file for a consular extension. It can still no. be in the country no. until November 14th. Thank okay. you yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
2: Okay. Rajesh.
3: Hi Rahul. Uh, Thanks for taking my question. I recently received an RFP for uh, I 693 for my uh, adjustment of status case. It is from uh, the local field office. The case mm-hmm. status has not been mm-hmm. updated. But I had already, get- already. Go ahead. I had originally submitted. Uh, this is uh, the same case for me and my wife. I had originally submitted the I 693 uh, during the initial filing. So, first question is uh, do I need to? go and get a new medicals or can I doctor's office is ready to give me a copy of the same medicals, like in a sealed cover, but he said he won't be signing it fresh because he's not allowed to, it seems. So
9: I'm just confused. Like I call the customer service. They don't have the
1: idea. Now, here is the thing. If the medicals were being issued before you filed the 485 application, they're only valid for 60 days. So if they are just reissuing it, it's not valid. Second question that you asked is that, hey, I already filed the medicals. Let me tell you one thing, why should I file again? If you love lawyers, if you like lawyers, you go with this argument though. I already filed it, I don't need to file it. But if you don't like lawyers and you want to get the green card faster though, okay? Go to the doctor, spend the money, get the medicals and get it, Get it. give it to the stupid guys again, okay? Okay. Okay. There is something my ex boss, Mr. Halim, told. Okay. He told mm-hmm. me that you fight with the pigs. You fight you with the pigs. It, yeah. You may win, you may not win. But I guarantee you that you are the dumbest guy to fight with. It. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm okay. seeing these kind of cases in. Uh, plenty oh, yes. Life? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Many plenty. Okay. Okay. Many plenty. Next person, okay. please.
10: Hi Rahul, thanks for giving me this opportunity. Uh, Actually, I filed my H-4 and EAD in March 2021. My Mm -hmm. spouse got his H-1B approval within a week after filing. So Mm -hmm. currently my visa got expired before two weeks and I lost Mm -hmm. my job. But I I also have another offer which I need to join in a month. So also I was working with non-profit organization at that time. So, can I expedite my request under non-profit category?
1: You can try to expedite. There is nothing wrong in it. I don't know of any particular expedited method that works. So, when you find out any expedited method that works, you let it, let me know.
10: Yeah, I, I I actually I expedite my request in financial loss, but they got but it got uh, denied.
1: No, don't tell me what got denied. Tell yeah. me if something works. Okay, I have yeah, hundred things that I can tell you what get denied. Um, and one so more
10: question?
1: You can try it. If it works, if it works, it doesn't work, it's no loss.
10: Okay. And if I go to India, then come back on H-4 visa stamping on my uh, spouse H-4 not, e not
1: a good idea. Not a good idea. Because you already filed it and you said March is right?
10: Yes, March 2021.
1: Yeah. And then you come here and then you file again E-A-D application. That's going to take four to five months. I'm assuming that you're exempt from the... Uh, uh, travel ban because you have a child?
10: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I still do not advise you to go and get the stamping right now. Maybe initially when you filed it, it may would have made sense, but not right now.
2: Okay. Thank you.
1: Next person, please. Pratamesh? Hi, Rahul.
5: Thanks for giving me the chance. So I am uh, holding H-1B, which is like an initial H-1B uh, not mm-hmm. the extension, H- one. so I mm-hmm. my question is like uh is it okay or is it recommended to go to Mexico to do the stamping in, uh,
1: in this uh, uh, r- repeat again
5: uh, so I'm I'm on my H one B initial H one B looking to do the stamping uh, for the first time so is it recommended mm-hmm. to go to Mexico for the stamping uh, considering
1: the wait time in India. Um, Mexico's most of the time does not honor the third country nationals sometimes it does though if when it does the third country nationals you can go uh is there any way I can check that you it will be every week you have to check it okay you cannot it, it keeps changing every week okay and what about Canada um, Canada most probably allows the third country nationals. But mm-hmm. recently, though, what they're doing is because of the COVID and the function of the consulate, they're canceling the appointments very frequently. Oh, okay. But right now, I don't think so. You come under the national interest uh, exemption. So you, these are the only options available for you. Yeah, right. Only Canada or Mexico. I cannot go to
5: India. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, any other recommendations in, in this scenario to get it done? No. No.
1: Next person, please. Thank you. Thank you. Ravi. Yeah. Hello, sir. Uh,
11: This is Ravi here. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sir, I got my uh, uh, immigrant visa, uh, which was uh, stamped uh, till uh, May 24th of 2020 uh, last year, but unfortunately we could not travel because of the travel ban in spite of making the travel arrangements. Now I'm just stuck here. I mean, uh, uh, the consulate is not open. The category is not open or uh, like, how do I go about like, uh, is there an emergency situation that I can uh, apply for or uh, what do I do?
1: Why was it a travel ban for you? When was a travel ban for you? Is that the Indian travel ban or the US as a travel ban? US travel ban.
11: I booked my tickets with British Airways April 3rd of 2020. My visa was valid till May 24th of 2020. So first I booked on the April 3rd. Then it got pushed to April 18th and eventually it got cancelled because of uh, they said no more flights the operating.
1: and boost travel no plan. plan. Yeah. Bush tra- uh, sorry, sorry. Trump travel ban. Okay. You should approach the consulate. They will issue a letter for you. Okay. Because you're supposed to come within six months after you have been immigrant visa has been granted for you. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there are exceptions available especially when these kind of circumstances. I want you to take all the bookings and everything and need to get a letter from the US consulate saying that you should be allowed to travel and use that letter to travel into United States.
11: Yeah, uh, uh, that's what I've been calling them, sir. They say that they will, they are telling me to redo the medical, which is there anyways and get police certificates. I got the police certificates, redo them med- for the medical. They say that they'll send a letter after which I'll have to go and take a medical exam again. And then I will have to book an appointment. That's what they say now. There is no direct approach. I, in fact, went to the Mumbai concept with all these packets, the visa packets that I got. Uh, But there there is no proper uh, straight entry where I can go and uh, ask uh, uh, an inquiry or uh, that sort of thing is not that. They just only see if there is any appointment letter, then they allow you inside. Otherwise, they don't. So how do I crack this?
1: Yeah, it's like chicken or egg before. So I don't have any other method other than what you're using right now? I don't know. And I don't deal that much with the family, though, so I'm not that familiar with the process either. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I don't know of any other method other than what you're using. Um, I would recommend to contact this lawyer that I'm providing you in there. She may have a better things in there. Um, I I gave you the link. uh, Leo is going to give that link to you. Okay. Uh, She's where, going to. Where,
4: where, where, where can
1: I find oh, no, wait, wait. Give me one second. It went to different. Uh, give me one second. I'm I'm sending it to everybody. Okay. Yeah. I Send the link. She's a better lawyer for these kind of things. Okay.
11: So you don't deal in this.
1: No, we don't deal family immigration. Okay.
11: Okay, but but if I if I get an opportunity to meet somebody in the consulate that would be the best option is what you're saying
1: <laughs> are you on <in> weed <laughs> that's not going to happen okay be practical <laughs> yeah okay that's not going to happen be practical so, next person or, uh, please.
11: probably I should wait for the letter
1: yeah that's right okay it's yes. not like okay you're going to go there council officer will do a red carpet. Oh, come on no, or sit no, over here. Like, at least, yeah, but at no, least they're not I I right finance. now, right now, what you're doing is the best approach and contact the lawyer. Next person, please. Sure.
11: Sorry. So, sir, one second. Just one final question. Uh, first communication that they sent me is that you come on any business day between 10 to 10.30 a.m. with your visa packets and passports is what they said. Now, can I go with that communication? Um, because You already business.
1: did. You already did. They said no. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you so much. Hello.
7: Hello, uh, Ravuji. This is Vital. Uh, thanks for your service to the community. Uh, really sure. appreciated. I'm sure. kind of following you from last one year. Uh, Sounds yep. good. <laughs> yep. So, my date got current uh, in the last September bulletin. My question is kind of I'm waiting for the medical RFP. I filed my uh, AOS application in December. My question is can I go ahead and get the medicals done? I'm not sure about that 60 days rule. Is that kind of applicable only for the 485 time, or kind of I can get the medical done right now, and will that be valid for two years?
1: Um, If you get the medical done, it will be valid for two years.
7: It will valid for two years. So it'll I can kind of, years. I can kind of like maybe like while waiting for the RFP, I can just get it done, and once it right. comes, and I can get four away. copies. Four
1: copies. Four yep. originals. You pay four them twenty dollars extra. They're going to give you one extra original, one extra original, all, all we are doing is signing again. Is that right? What the yeah, yeah,
7: exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So they will, they may charge, they may charge. It doesn't matter. Get four copies of it. Do yep, one yep. interfiling. Yep. Interfiling. And right. some of the people, I don't know, they're even sending it to the local district office. You can find the local district office address. Do the mm-hmm. same interfiling link that I'm giving to you. Send it to mm-hmm. the local district office. Um, Rest of the two copies, keep it with you. Why? If there is an RFP, remember the other guy was telling? I send hmm. the medicals. They issued an RFP. Send it with them.
7: Send it to fourth. them. Fourth.
1: Okay. Why is the fourth? Some of the people received an RFP. send the medical, and then the interview called. What do I do? Take the medical again. Got it. Yep. Okay. Yep, we'll do that. Next Yeah. Yep. Thank you so much. This is suggested by people like you in this conference call. I'll take the next two callers, guys.
2: Proxy R.
1: Yeah, hi, Ram.
5: <clears throat> this is Ram. So yes, I have my EV3 approved uh, <clears throat> 140 and uh, my date is current and uh, my priority date is June 2012. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm in India. So <clears throat> how long I have time to file my 485?
1: Uh, do you have a visa to come into the United States?
5: Uh, no, because my visa was denied in 2019. So I need to plan for an extension again and moving to the country.
1: Well, you can do one thing. You can you can um, you can you can um, file something called I eight twenty four to keep your four eight five alive. I824? I eight two four. I 24 eight two four. It's called following to join. Okay, it, it not exactly following to join. It's a console processing. You're converting okay. your four eight five application to the console processing. That will keep you alive, even though you have a one year limit. Mm-hmm. The question that comes is, hey, your date is current. What were you doing? Oh, I filed, I, I filed the I 24. You stupid guys did not send me the thing. So I'm still filing for it. Fine. So you, it will exempt you from the one year period.
5: Okay. So I can. A-24. You can file the
1: I 24 even if the priority date is not correct.
5: Okay. Got it. The company then then should file. Then I can plan. I'm planning for an extension because my H1 was denied in 2019. So I'm stuck here. Okay. Uh, so I'm planning with my employer to file my extension again and uh move next year hopefully. Okay. So I in have the one time year for, time limit. in the meantime,
1: in the meantime, file IA twenty four.
5: Yeah, okay. So I have one year time limit, right, Rahul? For uh, no, not for if, my, if you so, file the
1: IA twenty four. Not if you have filed IA twenty-four. Then the time is unlimited. Okay. Thank you. Next caller, please. Sarah. Okay, higher up. Oh yeah. Higher much for everything
3: so i just want to ask this so uh i'm thinking to go to india like this month due to an emergency and my like my employer is allows me to work from home like and i have some ptos so
1: i i want to go to india for like three like you know two three months can you not hear the people who got stuck just now before he's been there for 2019 and he can't come here is 485 I am an immigration lawyer, guys. I don't help people to go to India. You want to go to India? No. I'm a lawyer in India too, but I'm not an immigration lawyer in India.
3: That question Rahul. So I have a visa to come back. So everything is good. So the only okay. question is, yeah, if I, like, I can come to Mexico or whatever,
1: apply for NIA. 14 days. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, you don't. So, if you have the visa, if you're willing to do that extra 14 days, uh, you don't need I letter. Uh, yeah.
3: So the real question is, Rahul. So if I stay for three months in India, will that affect my perm application or no. future in H? In yes, H, like in,
1: three months. Things? Three months
3: will not affect. So the question is, like you are in India, but you are getting paid in dollars. So will there raise any question in future? Like you were in India during the time, but you are
1: still earning there money. There is something called immigration. There is something called labor department. They don't okay. have a problem. They don't have okay. a problem. The IRS in USA doesn't have a problem either. Because they're taking the money. The IRS in okay. India may have a problem. Okay. so If you're giving the money to the people, though, pe- nobody has problem. They'll take it. <laughs> Give the money, okay. I'll take it. So now you're paying the money to the IRS here. They will just take it. Um. The, okay. so, so I don't see, I haven't seen any problem anybody faced okay. on this one. So if I have an expired visa,
3: it's okay to be in India for three months and come back. If I have a an- Yeah, if you have the current visa, yeah. Yes. So the visa is with another employer, but I got full-time right now two That's months fine.
1: back. That's fine. You okay. can still come back. Not a problem. Oh, You made my...
12: Thank you. Thank you.
1: I'm last caller today, guys.
2: Rakesh Kumar.
12: Hello, Rahul. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. I just have a question. So I downgraded mm-hmm. in... April. Uh, my 140 is approved with payment processing. Uh, my son will turn 21 in number and his H4 visa will expire. Do I have to do anything switching to F1 or just wait for green card?
1: Wait, 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 wait. Your final action date is current.
12: Yes. And my and Y40 is approved. Downgrade is approved.
1: I 140 is approved. Yes. Um, and when is he turning 21?
12: Uh, number 14th.
1: You don't have to do anything. You don't have to move him in F1 visa. He's good. Okay, did so he already move to F1 visa?
12: No. I haven't applied. I did not apply it there.
1: No, you don't need it. Your final action date is current. Your uh, I-140 is approved. Yes. So he's locked. He's locked. Right. Even if you, even if the final action date goes back, mm-hmm. he's fine.
12: Okay. So just uh, wait for green card to not do anything
1: don't do anything. I would not do anything. He's locked. The only thing that this kid cannot do right now until he gets a green card is getting married.
12: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's not,
1: Uh, don't laugh. I got married when I was 21.
12: (laughs) And one question, uh, when should I, Now I haven't got my EAD yet. I'm still waiting for that. So when is the good time to switch job? Like, should I wait for EAD or
1: and it's up to you. If you wait for the EAD, then you don't need it, need a H1B. Okay. That's the only advantage that you get.
12: Okay. So just wait for EAD and then save the job.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 3.30.